What's up, guys? Welcome back to It's Too Early, episode six, baby. This Damn. is Nelly, Bree, Naya, Lonnie. And today we are talking about <laughs> how social media has influenced us um, image wise, growth wise, and everything in between. But first, Updates, updates, updates. It's too early here at 1K Street. Yay! Yay! We are at 1K, baby. Thank y'all for listening and supporting. Yes. It's only up from here. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till we get famous. Right. Yeah. Back here we come. Listen. Essence fans. Y'all better be listening because don't be those listeners that gotta go all the way back to episode one when we're on episode 100. Okay. Yeah, for real. I've been looking at flight prices. Already? Yeah. We is ready. You Absolutely. Do, you gotta do that stuff early. Because mm-hmm. you know I'm going regardless. This year, right. I have to go. Also, wines of the day. We oh, are celebrating, yeah. so there are multiple wines, wines in the building. Yeah. Um, we have Carol Rossi Sangria. It was on sale, y'all, so we just wanted to try it. <laughs> Carlo. I was just Carlo. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I no, think it might be I'm- Carlo Rosé. No, I don't what think What does it so. say? It's Ro- Rossi. Yeah. Sorry, I don't I'm reading. Rossi. I love Rossi. Right, see, we're reading from across the room. So, <laughs> and then that, and also Sutter Home Rosé. Yeah, and it's bomb. So, the first, the sangria is good. Mm-hmm. We're just getting started. Mm-hmm. I give it a solid eight. I was about to say that, too. An eight. It's Agreed. I don't know how to describe <laughs> how it tastes. Agreed. But. It's sweet. Yeah. yeah. To be a red is sweet. It's just like sangria. Mm-hmm. So, I give it a solid. You need some fruit. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Updates, who's going first? Um, I guess I'll go first, since everybody's looking at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> updates, I just got back in town from our show in St. Louis in Atlanta. Um, we stayed in Atlanta till Wednesday for my best friend's birthday. Um, shout out to Pep. Happy belated birthday. Woo-hoo. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. She turned 24. Um... But yeah, it was really good. The trip was really good. We went to I don't know if y'all heard um the guy um blaming on Quay. He does like seafood and stuff. Oh, anyway. I so, <laughs> I've never heard I've never heard of like social before. media famous yeah. Too. yeah. So he has a restaurant called Crab Queens in Atlanta. Yeah. Um Doesn't we he went in LA too. Um, I don't I know. Think it's just in Atlanta. He that know. guy y'all that be wearing that blue wig and like and the, the pink lips. lipstick. Yeah, there's oh. one in hey, LA. Hey, mm-hmm. and then, and no, there's one in LA too. Oh, oh, I I don't know. I've popping, just popping. heard of Crab Queens mm-hmm. when I went to Atlanta this past week. Um, but it was really good. I had the um, what did I have? I had the fried crab legs with the Cajun rice and something else. I forgot. And Pep had the shrimp po' boy, which was really good. Y'all was so good that we went like. Second time for dinner. He went for lunch. And then we went back for dinner. <laughs> Is it really busy? Um, it was busy at night. When we went for lunch, it really wasn't that busy. Um, but their daiquiris are mm. oh my gosh, they're so good. You get sixteen ounces in a in a cup for like eight dollars of a daiquiri, and you can mix different like daiquiri and alcohols like together for eight dollars. Oh, that's cute. Um, so yeah, um, we didn't really do much. We were planning on dancing while we was down there, but we was just like, look, we've been dancing all weekend. Mm-hmm. Let's just relax, chill, explore, walk. Um, we saw a little Boosie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boosie, badass, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And then, oh, we also went to press um, Rashida's store. Oh, yeah. Well, she was not impressed. Oh. I was not impressed. I mean, the store is cute, but, like, when you walk in, it's nothing that really catches your eye and be like, yeah, I want that. Like but you know that Atlanta style is different, too. It's like that, um, it's like Fashion Nova mixed with, like, high-end mm-hmm. type fashion. Is it expensive? Expensive. Expensive. Not like not worth. It has to be expensive. expensive. Like there was like this red dress in here in there that was like seventy dollars when I can literally go down the street to Forever Twenty One and get a red dress for like twenty dollars. <laughs> okay. Oh, but, but did um, it look and feel like a twenty dollars dress? Because mm-hmm. texture matters. Yeah, quality yeah. Is I mean, it was of good quality, but for the actual like design of the dress, I wouldn't pay seventy dollars mm-hmm. for it. But yeah, I wasn't really that impressed. But mm-hmm. went to Lennox too. Um. You know she okay. be selling like uh, hair and vending machines. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is one in Towson Mall. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was surprised. I really want to try it out, but mm-hmm. I, I just, just don't want to waste my money on <laughs> yeah, something like in that. In the vending machine, imagine swiping your card. And but what if it's, it's really a, great? It's a lot of that vending machine. <laughs> but what if it ends up being really great and it's like a perfect life hack? I don't know. Maybe when I get some money, I'm going to just... I would need somebody right. else. Well, you let me know how that goes for you. Yeah, you let me know. We have to wait a little bit. I said when my money get right. Okay. But yeah, that's my updates for me. Nothing. I mean, other than going out of town, but same old, same old. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next. So I just finished my senior homecoming. <laughs> um, it really was not all that. But <laughs> if I'm being honest, it really wasn't all that. But I know that I'm glad that I actually um participated in some events because even though it was my last, it also was my first. Um, at Towson and it's it's something that I'll definitely be able to look back and be like at least I'm glad I went I got to experience um, next year I probably wouldn't go back um, I don't I just don't homecoming's not really for us anyway but yeah more of a tiger fest tiger yeah. fest but homecoming I don't know I'm trying we'll to be to go. overseas yeah, see people something yeah, see the peeps yeah, but then again, I still don't know a lot of people, so I really still was standing there like, good amount, right? You always people. say to that to the people on my team, but that's no, my people, you people I, from high barely. I saw two that you grew up, and knowing people on the team is two. like fifty people now. No, not no, no, but not all of them showed up. No, right, really. not all of them, but still, the point is, you know, you know somebody. You be It's not like you just went there and just saw one person that you know, and you didn't stay with us the whole time. Look, we were like I said, said, I probably will not be going back. I might, (laughs) we'll update you when we get there. Um, but other than that, I really just been busy with school. You know, I'm captain of the dance team, so we've been trying to get these shows together. Um, so yeah, I'm just the school kid here that my only update is school (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Nothing's on updates either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so homecoming first alumna. Mm-hmm. Homecoming. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we decided we wanted to be those girls and go in heels, mm-hmm. you know, as a tailgate with our little heels on. <laughs> my, feet, my feet still hurt. Yeah, they it was still broke hurt. I didn't see We look cute, long. though. Right, we did. We got some cute pictures. Mm-hmm. Wait for it. They coming soon to a page near you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but updates, updates. Um, Me and my boyfriend will be celebrating four years Woo-hoo. next Yay. week. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, that is long. It is. I'm excited. Like, I feel like I don't want to do anything this week. Because it's really this week. It's not this Sunday. So, mm-hmm. this coming Thursday. 
Friday. So I just feel like I just want to relax and, mm-hmm. and bask in my love. Yes, and bask. No, like that's <laughs> no, that's how that's how I feel. Like I don't want to go to work, but you know, things, <laughs> have to, things have to be done. Um, but yeah, like Naya, school is all it is. School and work. That's all I have going on. And that. Um, me. No, I mean I don't have anything major. Um, at work. I got published for the first mm-hmm. time. Yes. One, of my designs, yes. one of my designs got published on a report cover. And so it's funny, before this, I was Googling myself and like, that's what comes up now. <laughs> really? It's weird. Because, yeah. But, um, and I actually got asked to do another one. So that'll be interesting. That's not at all what I expected to get out of this, but it's cool just to she know that something of mine got mm-hmm. published. Um, other than like little social articles or whatever. Um, what else? I think that's really it. I'm not really doing a whole bunch of stuff right now. So question. When you Googled yourself, <laughs> what else popped up? Um, my LinkedIn, my Instagram. So a lot of stuff was actually you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. all of it was me. Really? Yeah. She got a unique name. We Google me and... <laughs> Yeah, my name. I've been seeing so many people with different stuff talking about some Naya Lachey. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I had on. to, I had to Google my me? whole name, so mm-hmm. like Brianna Marie Coleman, mm-hmm. and then stuff started popping up that was me. Yeah. But just yeah. first and last, somebody named Brianna Coleman died. Oh, and somebody oh, yeah. mugshot was up there. Yeah, somewhere. it was just you know mugshot. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, gotta make sure I know my me. social security at all times because I don't, I don't have a <laughs> mistaken for that. Mm, 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 all right mm. honesty moment we first of all y'all tried it this week we got honesty moment it's a good one though so mm. naya you can read it the whole thing yeah. <laughs> it's only yeah. one so. all right so at the real brit said oh social media social media Oh, its influence has played a huge role in my life just over the past decade. I feel as though I have evolved with it. Social media really has become an extension of my identity. Not only do I use it to post pictures and the latest activity I've seen out in the streets, lol. It has helped me become a businesswoman and market my craft. That alone has helped me sell myself, my services, and increase my popularity that wouldn't normally have outside of the virtual world. But referring back to the true topic at hand, social media literally used to make me feel like I couldn't embrace my true beauty because of all the false artificial parts other women flaunted on there. I felt like it was a competition for likes and everything looks good and everyone's perception of life looks easier when that is not the reality of their true lives. Now that I know better and I've seen the rawness of some people who think got it like that lives off social media i just use social media to build connections look for inspiring bloggers and most of all funny videos that's it that's all i think with age i'm not wrapped up in falseness of what social media can be sometimes amen Mm -hmm. amen it's a lot to cover in that hallelujah where do we even start with that goodness gracious um, I like the social media really has become an extension of my identity. That's mm-hmm. that's nice. That's good. I can definitely like, agree with that. Yeah. I feel Especially like that's for everybody. Yeah. Because I feel like for me, something that I've been trying to work on lately is 
to take quality pictures that I can post so that when people go to my Instagram, it's like a portfolio. You can mm -hmm. see what type of person I am. Like, oh, she dresses like this. These are maybe the type of people she hangs out with, maybe the type of, you know, music and stuff. And because my profile is um, public, which I did on purpose, because I want people to be able to, you know, scroll past and see. I, I view it more as like a business kind of thing, mm -hmm. which I think she put. Um, I think it's just a good idea to like, use it to market yourself and mm -hmm. you know it's a good tool yeah. I, also, oh, go ahead. Um, I just feel like it's important to acknowledge that that's what people are doing marketing themselves because mm -hmm. I feel like it's very easy to get wrapped up in social media and compare yourself to social media mm -hmm. like everyone only posts when things are going good for them like essentially a highlight reel that's mm -hmm. all social media is and even I struggle with like separating that like sometimes I'll see po people posting I'm like dang like they already doing that mm -hmm. I need to get I need to get myself together or I need to be on that level and I feel like in a way social media rushes us to grow up yes. or rushes us to feel like we're always in competition and I think that's why when people say like social media is not good for you it's because of that um how do y'all feel in terms of your like pictures you post like now you say you are like you use it as like more marketing but I for one have a hard time picking pictures to post like I'm very Same. picky with what I post so how Same. what I guess what y'all process of what solidifies oh this picture can get posted oh that's um, a question I don't know if I necessarily have a process but I already don't post a lot on my Instagram because of the fact I feel like I don't one I don't take pictures that often because mm -hmm. me personally I just feel like I'm not that photogenic as other mm -hmm. people are on social media and two when I do take pictures it may be like one and a half or like maybe a half of a picture that I kind of like so I don't really post it um but I don't know I just some, most of the pictures that I have, I just don't post because I just don't like them. I just don't like how I look in the pictures compared to how other people post. Because, like, people post and then it's like, oh, girl, you popping, you this, mm -hmm. you that. And then when I post, I'm just like, crickets, 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 mm -hmm. crickets. So is playing. it because of the feedback you get back? Or is it, like, subconsciously, um, like... I think it's both. Because um, sometimes I'll post, this, post pictures that I really, really like. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like... These some popping pictures. Mm -hmm. I look real cute, and then I don't get anything, and I'm kind of like, all right, am I the only one who thinks this is cute? Like, right. or on the other hand, like, even if I, I don't know. Sometimes I'll post pictures that I don't like, and then I'll get a whole bunch of likes and a whole bunch of comments. So it's kind of like a two way street, I guess. Yeah. I think we make. I think we post on social media in expectation mm -hmm. rather than just to post, like oh, just yeah. to share with the world what we're doing and I think that's where it can mess with you know your insecurities and stuff because you expecting people to like it and comment and that kind of thing when really you should just want to post just to share and just because you know you look cute and that but kind of thing. But you know when you don't get a whole bunch well, of posts yeah. and you're sitting there like oh I thought it was. Yeah, like, this I mean, is yeah. <laughs> like as much as you want to say likes and comments don't matter. matter. They, they matter, mm -hmm. and it makes you feel. It makes you either feel better or worse about mm -hmm. yourself. And I, for one, I don't know is there a way to deal with that or what. Like it's picture. I have like fourteen thousand pictures in my phone, and compared to how many pictures I actually post, it's ridiculous. Like I feel like I'm so judgmental on myself. Mm -hmm. And then I just be seeing other people just post pictures every day. And I'm Make it like 500 <laughs> likes in two minutes. And, just like, and it be the listen. randomest pictures, right. random caption that don't make sense. And I'm like, since you're seven, ways. 
700 likes, and I'm sitting over here like... Hold on, mirror picture. But speaking of likes, how do y'all feel about Instagram taking away likes from posts? So, I still have not seen that happen on my it's, It hasn't, it hasn't oh, happened okay. yet, but they're seriously talking about, like, oh. doing it. Like, taking away, like, your likes from your posts so mm-hmm. it can cut down on bullying. And but it will, is that really going to cut down on bullying? Well, you wouldn't. It wouldn't. I mean, people are still going to say what they want to say about your picture, but yeah. it would it would get that those big-headed people who are like, I can get a thousand likes for likes for that. But that yeah. also, don't we think that's going to affect the market, market-wise? Yeah, Because it is. Mm-hmm. these models, that's like part of their analytics, like right. you know, based is. on how many likes. So that's kind of dangerous. But it will take these Instagram models down. It will. <laughs> like, damn. But that's also taking their bag. It is. But those are also, I think it's like, I don't want to say you have to hurt a few people for the bigger picture mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you have these young girls who are trying to be like these Instagram models like I've seen 14 15 year olds that don't look nothing like 14 15 year olds on social media mm-hmm. because they're following what's being set for them because these women are getting paid to post pictures like that so I mean I feel like it's a two-sided argument like so what about if say if they take likes away from like just regular personal pages mm-hmm. and then they keep the likes for those like influencers and those businesses. And those business pages. I just, everybody gonna make a business page. I just don't see the point. <laughs> like, true. if, first of all, for one, it's a choice. So if you wanna like the picture, like the picture. If you don't, you don't. But I feel like people are gonna find a way to say the crappy stuff they say, right. re- say regardless. Like, it mm-hmm. don't matter if you take away the likes. They're gonna have some other app the where you can like and you there. can you know, transfer the picture here mm-hmm. and say whatever. So I feel like to say that you're taking it away from bullying is kind of like... It's a reach. It, it's a reach, and it's also one of those things where it's like they're just going to find another way to yeah. do what they want to do. I feel like if you're going to try to conquer bullying, maybe in another way, um, I do feel like maybe taking away likes would definitely be a different kind of... I think it might change the way. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it might change the way, personally, how people view themselves or how they post yeah. or maybe even how much they post. But for me, personally, on the... Um, when you post a video on Instagram, I low-key kind of like that, like, it shows how many views you, you have yeah. versus how many likes just because so many people will view it and yeah, not like yeah. it. But it doesn't matter if they like it or not. I just want them to see it. You but know what I'm saying? should change so, the likes into views for everything. Maybe, but... But then is that would be like, anytime somebody scrolls past the picture, you see them. Yeah. Yeah, like a video, you gotta watch it. <laughs> yeah, you know like it saying? has to actually play. Or unless they change their algorithm where the views is considered yeah. as maybe you stay on the post yeah, for more than two seconds it. or something. They can do. Oh, that. they better not. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if only you saw the amount of likes you had? I feel like that's not helping with the conscious thing. No, but I'm saying, but that would help with, I guess, you because other people, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. if you're using it for business purposes, like you can still see, mm-hmm. oh, I'm getting this many likes, but yeah, I feel like it will kind of help with the judginess and how mm-hmm. subconscious mm-hmm. we are as a whole as to what pictures we post and don't post. Do you think that less people would post if they knew that they couldn't get likes? Yeah, I, I definitely do. think so. Mm-hmm. Really, I yeah. do. Because it's like, I okay, I'm going to be honest here. Sometimes you be posting just so that certain person or that certain people can see your pictures. And then, you know, you can kind of like, oh, whatever. 
So I feel like if there are no likes for those people who actually post for a certain person to see it, then it's they're not going to post because it's like, how do I know who's seeing my post or not? But that's just posting in general. Like she's saying post for the amount of like, like four likes. Okay, like but don't post going, back, going back to what Bree said about I the process so. when it comes to your process about posting a picture. For me personally, when I'm taking a picture, I analyze it and I'm like, okay, I like this, I like this, blah, blah, blah. And then guilt, I'm guilty of it, but I'll think, okay, so not necessarily how many likes will I get on this, but like, is this something that other people would think looks mm-hmm. okay? Or like, if I post this, it looks good to me, but will it look good to other people? Like, that's something that you think about. So right. I feel like if people know that they're not going to get any feedback, it's like, well, What's I mean, I could post it, but some people may, you know, some people feed off of right. feedback. Like, I'm going to post this. It's the same way when people post something about, oh, I'm so sad and blah, blah, blah. They just want that feedback to be like, are you okay? Versus me Mm -hmm. posting a bomb-ass picture and not getting any feedback and sitting there like I only posted Mm -hmm. it because I wanted y'all to see how bomb I was because I felt (laughs) bomb. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like we have to learn how to post unapologetically. Because I, I know for sure, like, I will go and archive old pictures just because I'm like, what was I thinking? This needs to go. Like, I... And then it's like finding a line between cute and appropriate because you see so many girls, like... Sex sells. Like, I hate to say it, but it does. And um, some people that are corporate Monday through Friday... Okay. And then mm-hmm. the Instagram don't match because for me, I I'm stuck in between. I'm not necessarily stuck, but I always battle between. Ooh, like this is hot, and then this is like professional. Like mm-hmm. I love posting yeah. my headshots and things, but then I'm like, okay, but my page isn't fun. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, well, then the balance. How, how I was just about to ask you, how do you find the balance? So there's some people that separate their personal page from their business page for me and just the type of work that I want to do, it's the same page. Right. So how do you balance like, oh, I'm out with my friends, like do I post it? Do I not post it? I want to post it, but for business, is this going to look bad? Like how do you balance mm-hmm. that? Oh, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, I just, it's kind of I a day by day. like the cold, close friends feature helps with that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. a lot I of guess. people can post whatever they but want. But isn't that just on the story, friends. though? Yeah. 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 So, but, but then that's why, people, that's why some people, that's why some people be making Finstas. And that's yeah. Yeah. But the yeah, Finstas, no, that people be much. using that to just get buck wild yeah, and be like, I be like, bro, this is wild. But I know some people's close friends be naked stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends. Not naked. Well, some of them do be naked. I feel like my close friends list is like, not close friends. I don't know why, but I feel like when I like clicked it, like if I did close friends, it literally would only be like five people, and it's like nine times out of ten, you guys are probably with me, and right. it's like I don't want y'all What's to just see where we. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's just a larger scale of people that I know. If I post something that's a little bit more edgy, they're mm-hmm. not gonna hit me and be like, "Oh my mm-hmm. god, like what is this?" You know what I'm saying? So, how do you? My close friends is more goofy. Like, if I post something on my close friends to see that I look a hot mess <laughs> and right. only my friends need to see me looking like this, or it's something um, just, like, silly that I just don't expose to, to everyone. Yeah. I don't yeah. use my close friends. Oh. But I'm not a poster on social. Like, I'm not. Yeah. That's yeah. not the first thing I think about, so. I post every two months, probably. 
on your actual page. On my page, on my story, I post. Like, I post on my story a lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like everybody. But like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody even, does. But even if I'm taking a picture, like a cute selfie, it's going on the story. I'm mm. not posting it. And I don't know why. I feel like when I was in high school and Instagram really started popping, it was you wore a cute outfit to school. <laughs> and then after school, you went somewhere and found somewhere to take a picture. And then you posted it. Like, that was it. You know exactly what time everybody was going to be out of practice. You posted it then. <laughs> saw how many likes you got up. And I really fakely used to take pictures all the time. Yeah. Like, every day, every other day. And it, it was great. I was photogenic. I was like, yeah. yes, I'm popping. Now... Those photos I don't know what happened. Is, is crucial. When you could uh-huh. I was never a photo person. I, I My mother will it. say till this day, I like, when you were young, you did not want to take pictures. And that's just I was in every picture looking at mess. But I still like taking pictures, but I like if you look on my page, I maybe have like one selfie on my page. Like I hate take like I always Post like I can selfies. take selfies, but then I look back at them and I'm just like, ew. <laughs> do you guys think that the story is like a cushion kind of it's like oh i want to post this but i don't know how people are going to react so i'm gonna just post up there for 24 hours because it can disappear yeah it can disappear in 24 hours after that nobody would know and then if you want to revisit it's in your archive so you bring it back if you want to or not exactly (laughs) exactly because you some pictures you'll take them and then you'll be like oh this cute and then like five minutes later you're like Okay, but then going back to views and stuff, do y'all go back on your story and look to see how many oh, yeah. views you have? Oh, oh yeah. I'll check, like, what's been up there for a while. I look to see who be watching my story. Um, I be looking to see who watch my story. Mm-hmm. No, seriously. I mean, I don't... Is that, like, a bad thing to, like... I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it definitely ties into us worried about who's... Not even worried about, but just so curious to be like, well, who saw it? Mm-hmm. Worried. You know? Yeah. Worried about. <laughs> yeah. 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 I have no I don't want to say I have no shame, but I I'm fully aware that I'm very self-conscious when it comes to social media and I don't necessarily know how to not be or how mm-hmm. to I stop think a doing certain that. level of consciousness is okay. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't be like you just care for and not not care for, but <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel like there is a certain level of consciousness that is okay for yeah. social media. Cuz you want to be concerned about how you putting yourself out there. Right, it's but, good to find a happy medium. Yeah, it's balanced. But even, like, posting, like, you know how you feel, like, with no makeup and stuff. Well, I know for me, like, right now, I'm like, oh, I look a mess. I need a filter. Like, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. How do y'all feel about being bare on social media or having no extra, like, this complete rawness on social media? If like, the lighting is good, I'm good. Um, I feel like it depends on my mood of the day. Because sometimes, like, if I'm like barefaced and I'm I'm really not in the mood, then I every picture that I take, I would just be like ill, 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 ill. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm like in a good mood, like I got errands to run today, like I'm doing this, doing that, and I take a picture, I'll be like, oh, I'm looking a little decent. I post it, but it will never go on my page. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only selfie that I have on my page that's barefaced is the selfie that I posted like a couple weeks ago. But I mean, I kind of like it because, like, now I said the lighting was right. You right. Know, I guess for me, I don't. My really, eyebrows is done. Yeah, I was about to say for me, I don't wear makeup like that. Like, I just started getting eyelash extensions, but if before I had those, it was mascara, and I would fill in my eyebrows. So, me without mas- mascara is my bare face. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess for me, if the lighting is good, I'm good. Most of the time, it's not. That's why y'all don't see my face all the, yeah, all the time. I don't wear makeup, so. 
That would be like lighting. Yours just be your sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. You got your sunglasses. Uh-huh. But your eyebrows always look good, so I feel oh, like, damn. you know. Yeah, if my eyebrows not done, I like a werewolf, so you won't see me posting nothing if my eyebrows not done. <laughs> see, no. I'm not getting no man with my eyebrows not done. Same thing with my hair. Like, if my hair is looking a mess, and My hair, I don't be playing that. It, it don't even got to be social media. If it looks a mess, I'm not leaving the house. There's no way... I would leave the house with my no, hair looking I'd a mess. Walking out the house. There's no way. <laughs> um, and if my hair looks a mess, my bonnet is on top of that. I'll leave the house in my bonnet, but my oh, hair. See, I can't oh, do that as much. Yes. If I'm going oh. on a road trip, I'm good. But if I'm not going on a road trip, I can't wear my bonnet out the house. No, I wear my I scarf out the that. house. Me oh, and my bonnet. bonnet in the car. Yeah, in the car because it was pouring rain no. today. Like, no, I I'm talking no... about like on road trips. Oh no, I will. I just on road sleep. trips. I just I don't know. It gives me anxiety. No, Naya went to class <laughs> last does. Thursday in Naya. her bonnet. I sure okay, did. now class. Okay, I sure I will. did. I will. Yes, I did. I would not. And I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> Maybe sure I'll will. like you know put my hair in a ponytail, put a hat on. But y'all gotta understand. At this point in in the year. I'm wearing wigs. I don't feel like getting it all fixed up for 8 a.m. I'm going to slick something on, whether it's a hat. Nine times out of ten, it is my bonnet. And I'm going to leave the house. Why can't you do a so hat? So do you bag? do a hat yeah. over the bonnet? No. It's oh, either my bonnet <laughs> or I slick this wig on and I put something on top of it. But still, nine times out of ten, I don't feel like doing that either. And I don't feel like I should have to. My grandma will say otherwise. But my mom rolls we up everywhere in her body. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's a personal preference. Like, for me, i not going any. Like, I was ashamed that I had to go through the drive through with my bonnet on today. And that was only because it was pouring rain. She like, was I was ashamed. so ashamed. Nelly is in the car. I was like, I feel so trifling at this window. This man is looking at me, and I have this bonnet on my head. My thing is, her bonnet is not regular old black. It's bright pink. Well, like a pastel yeah. pink. But it's still pink. But no, like, but is it like I, one of them extra large no, bonnets? No, it's just mm-hmm. a silk regular. Yeah. I just put it on because, again, it was pouring down rain, and we wasn't gonna mess this freshly done hair up. <laughs> now so, the extra large bonnets be a little those expensive. be extreme. The extra, with if the you prints, don't have lots, then it's just unnecessary. Or, braids. or like braids, it's unnecessary for your bonnet to be that big. I just yeah. think that the only time you should wear a scarf out the house is if you're given one of those cute little bun things or like a wrap, wrap. Like a little pineapple. Yeah, like I used to think like that until no, I got trips, tired. No, I'm rolling out. Okay. If I'm just going like quick something and I don't want to unwrap my hair, I'm going out. But I'll put a hat on. But granted, I will say <laughs> when I went to class, it was yeah. my only class. Like it was at 8 a.m. by 9:15, I'm done. I'm going back in the house and going back going to, to sleep. sleep. I'm not going my whole day outside in a bonnet. I'm not that trifling. I mean, I, I my mom might, but I'm not gonna <laughs> do that. I'm not gonna do that. So I agree. I feel like it should be, you know. You're saying not at all, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, if I'm you're going to have, like... Not at all. Your bonnet you know, is for nighttime. turban, all that, that. All of that's cute. That's style. See, but I want to try to turn. I've never tried to turn. I love head. it. It I, just takes forever I to get like it right. I the right... Oh, you have... This is not just a slip-on cut? No, no she, this oh, is a slip-on. Oh, I was about to say. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know that? That thing is got ripples in it. I got a she finger waved her turban. <laughs> it all depends. Personal preference. You know what I'm saying? It's three against one here. But if y'all wear y'all body out, <laughs> I'm here with you. I'm here. I hear it. I'm here for the hat and hood bonnet. 
The hat and hood bonnet combo. You don't understand. I got some like jail cornrows under this. I, no, we need to cover every little part. I don't want a no bonnet little hat and hood coming out the back. That. Or a scarf mm-hmm. and a hat. That's too much. <laughs> Anything <laughs> and a hat. Mm-mm. The bonnet. Or even a scarf and a hood. You know, I, that's the bonnet. <laughs> the bonnet. Now, I got with some pink curls or just my wrap see i can do pink yeah, girls like that, that i'm good but as soon as i wake up my scarf has to come off my head like mm-hmm. i can't even it so if i stay in the house all day i cannot keep a scarf on all day what okay that would literally it makes me itch <laughs> it does. i don't know i don't know what it is i feel like my hair is such a big part of my identity and who i am like if i walk seeing myself in the mirror with a bonnet or a head scarf on is really just like oh to me like for me personally even around the house Around the house, if you, so if I wait till the very last second to put my scarf on before I go to sleep, and that's only because I shower and go straight to sleep. So if I'm working on a paper or something, I'm doing something until one o'clock in the morning. I'm not getting in the shower until I'm done everything, so I can wait to wrap my hair. And I don't know, it's just I. Wait, I'll have my hair wrapped when I'm doing the paper. I guess yeah. if I had some pretty hair like that too, I feel the same way. But this thing right oh, here, you have. I feel like I would hair. want to keep it wrapped if I had. You do. You have very pretty hair. We're working on it, girl. What? That's a whole nother episode. We working on it. It's okay. just like a, a, I don't know if it's a personal <laughs> preference thing or a self-esteem thing, but I know like scarves give me anxiety. Like yeah, if I didn't have to wear scarves, I wouldn't. I like, will say for me, when I first started um, like talking to my boyfriend, I could not wear a bonnet in front of him. Like when I was going to sleep, I would slick everything down and just lay and not move and be like a mannequin because I did not want him to see me with a bonnet on. When I woke I was up, like that. I wanted everything to be fresh, you know, be looking boom, boom, boom. I just, so I can, I can relate in the sense that when he was around at first, yeah. I was like, okay, no, like, I'm going to I wasn't to trying to go to sleep looking like Shaq Lizzie. Yes. But no. nowadays, I wasn't. <laughs> like Shaq Lizzie. Like, with your, with my little vibe on? No. Well, nowadays, I I, I mean, I'm know. over it now. Yeah. I don't have a choice. Like, just about to wait and see. I feel like <laughs> I want to protect my hair so much that I'm like, if you can't take me with my bonnet, then you know, <laughs> yeah. first night bunny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you can't do this, roll out. It's but, too early. I can't. Speaking oh, no. of speaking of which, how do y'all feel about? Well, I know now and Brie y'all in relationships, but like when y'all first started dating y'all significant other, how did y'all feel like going out? Like did y'all like going out on dates? Did y'all like go bareface? Like how did that? It depends go? on where we were going. He for one honestly prefers my bare face. I'm the one who's like, mm. oh, I need to get my face done. I need to, I need some lashes. He's like, Why do you need to do all of that? Yeah. <laughs> so I will say he like tries to boost my confidence in that sense that he prefers like you don't even need all that or the days he's like your makeup looks real good it is usually days where I just put eyebrows on or something like very minimal mm-hmm. but I for one y'all know I love getting dressed up so um, I like doing the whole shebang um I feel like just forever I went through a whole eyeliner stage. Um, that was in high school. You know, I mean, like the real dark, like it was terrible. Thick one. Like at the bottom and the top. Uh, but when I started talking to him, I feel like that was when I really started to get into mascara. Um, I still was only getting my eyebrows done, so I wasn't filling them in. So, I mean, I honestly feel like I look the same when I put on just a little bit versus I don't. It just gives me like that little self comfort. So when I first started talking to him, I was there, I guess, and I still am, and he's okay with it. So, yeah. 
One day I'm going to get into makeup. I like it when it's, like, called for. Um, but I feel like casually I can't do it. I can't wake up and beat my face. Oh. And okay. I, like, even for this weekend for homecoming, I wanted to put on makeup. But I was just like, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like I have the right materials. Like, I'd be going to Walgreens and picking up, like, little small things to call in a day. But my face is so sensitive that if I wear makeup and it doesn't come off, like, within a few hours the next day. She's a mess, like, <laughs> everywhere. And my skin is just very irritable, so. But see, I feel like when you have lash extensions, you don't need anything else. This is true. Like, for this me. This is why I got them. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> see, like, when I have my lashes done, I feel bomb. Like, I feel like I just Put wake together. up and go. Yeah, like, that. but I will say, and I don't know if this is a bad thing, once you start getting lashes when you don't have them, you feel, I don't want to say nasty. That's why these haven't came off. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if you don't keep getting fill-ins, if you ever go back to, like, no lashes, you're going to be like, ew. Like, it it takes mm-hmm. a second to get back mm-hmm. used to your face. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely feel that. I've you never had lashes. Did you guys? Lashes this always is make something... me feel like a drag queen. What? <laughs> they do. Every time I get, like, I've only done the strips, but still. I mean, feel like a drag queen. You gotta get the real But I have to, yeah. Yeah. And I my lashes are so long that it's so Those irritating. big volume ones, I be, mm. I be like, okay, yeah. this, this is a lot. Some of y'all. I wish I could free with I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> big volume ones. No, for real. They be big old fans on people's yes, faces. Yes, catching flies. I can't. I cannot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get lashes in your eyebrows. I'm but just so scared. to social media, have y'all ever had to take a break from social media. Absolutely. Yeah. I've deleted Twitter. I'm not going back. Okay, Instagram. Have you ever deleted Instagram? I've deleted... I did a binge... Like, I did a... Not a binge. A cleanse where mm-hmm. I didn't do any social media. I think I did it for a couple of weeks. I don't remember, but... And how'd you feel like that impacted you? Um, I just felt, like, fresh. Like, when I came back, I felt like I was in a different world. Like, it was weird. Because I didn't really miss it, but I did. Mm-hmm. But, um... I think I did it during a fast, actually. It was, like, what I gave up for a fast. And so, my time off was really, like, just reading the Bible and praying, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I felt great. I don't miss Twitter at all. <laughs> it got to be too much for me. Twitter is a um, lot. It really is. But That's it's my so midnight dangerous activity. at the same time. When I'm going to sleep, I be like... So, I just felt like I was seeing too much porn. Like, there was an a epidemic. lot of porn. No, there was yeah. an epidemic. Anytime yeah. I saw it, I just unfollow. unfollow. And I was just like, what the heck you can't, is going you, on? Well, you can do see more of, see less of this now. Like, they, mm. so they have updated things mm. to where you can kind of more so control the content you see, which is helpful because, yeah, every time I see mm. it, I be having to show less. <laughs> show less. <laughs> until it's no more to be shown. But I think the longest I've done, I've done like a three-month, social media mm-hmm. cleanse. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did, like, after New Year's Eve until, like, my birthday month. So, like, roughly, almost mm-hmm. almost three months. And it was... You have a lot of free time because you... I don't know. I feel like when I'm... Most of the time when I'm on social media, it's when I'm bored. So, I d- don't necessarily feel like I was more productive. Maybe I'm just not seeing it, like, noticing that I was more productive. But also, it's hard when you have other social media accounts. So, like, mm-hmm. I still have the sister project, and now, like, it would be it's too early social media. So now, where it's so many things depend on it, it would be weird, kind of, mm-hmm. not to be. So, like, 
for one of us, if we decided to do a social media cleanse, that means we're not promoting episodes. Mm-hmm. That means we're not yeah. like so. It's yeah. like now it's more yeah. stuff depending on it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, are we really going to take a break from social media? I think I noticed my difference in the mornings. Like I would, I noticed that when I got up in the mornings, I got so distracted with social media that I was always running late. Mm-hmm. And so after during the cleanse, I did not have that issue. Like I would mm-hmm. get up, I would shower, I would do what I was supposed to do. And social media wasn't, you know, distracting me. So I've definitely gotten better about that. Like I make sure that I'm that that's not the first thing I'm doing in the morning. Um, I try to stick to no more than five minutes if I can, mm-hmm. and then go on about my day. But yeah, I think that was my biggest difference. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, for my job, I do a lot of their social media, so I basically stay on social media because for in the office I block out an hour a day to sit on our Instagram page and kind of scroll through our Instagram page posts and do what I need to do comment go follow people um but as far as like the whole social media in the morning thing because I'm always on social media at work I really don't get on social media mm-hmm. any other time of the day so like even at work I sometimes get on my personal social media just to kind of see like what other people are doing and see if I can incorporate it into my job but I think the only time I'm really on social media, Instagram and Twitter, is like right before I go to bed or on the weekends when I have nothing mm-hmm. to do. Or if I'm in the car, like driving with somebody else and I'll get on social media. But other than that, I don't really mm-hmm. get on um, that. I think my relationship with social media got to a really toxic point, to the point where like I'd be trying to figure out what I'm wearing for the day or to go somewhere. And I would literally go on people's pages and be like oh they wore something like this I mean I can wear something like this or like it would inspire me versus going to like Pinterest sometimes I go to Pinterest and I have like a folder of like different looks that I kind of like that might inspire me but it got to a point where I was on social media so much to the point where I'm like oh someone so did their hair like this that means I could probably do that look and it, it just got so toxic to the point where I was like all right at this point I'm starting to feel bad about myself like I can't make no decision by myself I'm seeing everybody post feeling like I'm missing out. I'm not mm-hmm. doing enough. Like this person posted that picture. I haven't posted any pictures. Like I'm, I'm trash. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it really impacted me negatively to the point where I'm still on a cleanse. So instead of uh, deleting my apps, anytime I clicked on the app, I would just be like, nah, I ain't even gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna scroll or whatever. And I find myself even today, I've gotten into such a habit of clicking on Instagram I'll see like the first picture the second picture and then I'll just exit out because mm-hmm. for my mental health I just can't do it right now mm-hmm. I really can't mm-hmm. and you can get into that rabbit hole where like you keep going right. and you do all of that Twitter for me is different because I view Twitter as like um like world star like it's I really I will scroll until I see a video yeah. and watch the video like I'm not sitting here reading y'all tweets I really don't care same thing for same stories on Instagram. Over, yeah. Stories on Instagrams, I'll be clicking like boop, 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 boop. And then if I see something interesting, I'll go back yeah. and I'll call it a day. But I just feel like for me personally, my relationship got so toxic that for myself, I had to be like, okay. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't even miss social media. Like, yeah, okay, like I posted today for right. this whole thing, but it's because it's pretty light with you. Right. You know? <laughs> Nine times out of ten, you're not going to see me on social media. I may post a dance video, but that's to kind of keep the, you know, it would be weird if I didn't. But for me personally, my personal pictures have just kind of drifted away until I'm ready to come back. Mm -hmm. I think social media just takes discipline. Like for me, I was in the same spot as Nelly where it's like you're literally laying in bed, supposed to get up in the morning, you're like, all right, it's 7.35 at 7.40, I'm going to get up. Oh, Mm -hmm. 7.40 past, I wait till 7.45 now. 
So, like, now what I do and what I had to really do over the summer is I was not able... I was not... I did not allow myself to open social media until I got to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, my first two... Because I was, had an hour commute or whatever as well. So, my first two and a half, almost three hours of my morning were, like, social media free. Um... And like even you know sometimes when you're in traffic or something you might like start scrolling on. I would I would only listen to podcasts on my way to work. Like I tried to reframe my mornings, and honestly, it makes you feel so much better about yourself. That's why like mm-hmm. all summer I was like, if you have a long commute, like listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. It really just it's so refreshing not to to have to look at everybody else first thing yep. in the morning. Like I so with that, like I have a question for y'all and full transparency, what if anything has social media made y'all change about yourself? Whether it's physical, like anything that you could think of. I guess that job. I think mine is more so the caliber of my work. Like I always am always going on other people's pages, like who do what I do. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to try to do this mm-hmm. or do that and that kind of thing. So I think I often compare my work and my work ethic more for so- to social media and people I see. And not that it's unhealthy because sometimes it's just like inspo, but other times it's like you don't need to go do exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing. Like you need to figure out how you can do it yourself. So I think that's kind of <clears> where I come to. I, social media has affected me. Mm, it's such a hard I feel like I'm kind of like what you said but I have another side to it so for inspo or like to see what other people are doing obviously I'm a dancer so I literally see dance all throughout my timeline and I feel like on the bad side of things like I would see people in LA I have a lot of friends that just moved to LA like doing really great things and I'm still home and I'm Mm -hmm. older than them and I'm like dang like I feel like I'm not doing enough I feel like you know social media like you said earlier Brie like it's like a highlight reel so you're seeing all the good things of course I wouldn't expect you to post the bad things but me seeing that continuously really made me feel like Mm -hmm. wow I'm not doing anything and it made me feel like okay well I have to go to New York this week and I have to do this I have to Mm -hmm. do that and it really started to make me feel like I had to do stuff and then on the flip side of things we were talking about my hair earlier I feel like it's been like an epidemic of like the natural hair the naturalistas and everything Mm -hmm. like that and I feel like that really inspired me to seeing people that had the same hair type as me and like really just being like it don't got to be straight it don't got to be a weave it don't got to be thick it don't got to be this and they still look bomb I feel like that inspired me to really start taking care of my hair or you know just things like that so I feel like for me it kind of depends if it's work inspired I feel like it had a negative impact to me because I felt like I wasn't doing enough and everybody else was. But when it came to like the hair side or my image, I more so saw stuff that inspired me and was like, that looks like me. I can do something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess mine would be the way that I dress and the clothes that I pick out mm-hmm. and the clothes that I shop for when I like, you know, do online shopping and go to the mall and everything. Um, I don't know if it's in a negative or positive way but when I look at some people's pictures I'm like oh that's cute like maybe I can like what I was saying earlier maybe I can wear something like that and I'll find myself like going on Fashion Nova or going online Mm -hmm. or going like in the mall and be like oh this person wore this Mm, maybe that'll look cute with me or maybe I I can find like an alternative or maybe I can put this outfit together that's similar to this person Mm -hmm. because they look bomb in it so I think Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look bomb in it or they got these cute shoes maybe I can find something similar because those are cute and I like those and I need to add that to my wardrobe so 
I think for me it's just mainly the whole dressing and image thing, like appearance thing. Yeah. Has definitely influenced the way that, you know, I shop and the way that I look for clothes and things like that. So I feel like it just makes you be like, you know how people be like, What would Jesus do? I'd be like, What would so and so do? <laughs> I would just go scrolling. It's so annoying. I think mine's is my hair. Like, right now, like, I really want a wig. And people always like, why do you want a wig? You have so much hair. Like, but when I see, like, girls change their hair every day, mm-hmm. or it's like, I really just like, oh, maybe I need to spice it up. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I feel, I don't want to say boring, but, like, you know, especially when you're a curly girl, Ugh. it's not but so much you can do with your hair. Like, it's either... You're going to have your bush. You're going to have a straight. Like, your the options. Back. Yeah, the options aren't that great. Like, even until, I want to say, like, this year, I never posted when my hair was curly. Like, all the pictures on my Instagram before probably this year are, like, straight hair or, like, curling iron curls. Like, it took, and now that curly hair is in, mm-hmm. now it's, like, and I don't know if that's necessarily why I felt like it was okay to start posting my hair curly or posting pictures of my hair curly like even my headshots that we did for the podcast I would never (laughs) let like before this year I would never do curly hair for I just felt like I don't want to say it's unprofessional but I just felt like straight hair is just more sleek Mm -hmm. it's more clean yeah so now I'm just getting to a point where I'm bored with my hair but I don't know if it's because social media possibly or is it just because I'm genuinely just ready for something else I think it could have been both I think it's both for me too because like I've been natural for almost four years so and then I color my hair a lot and then now I'm in this phase where I want to color and cut so I'm kind of like but then I love like the way that my natural hair like lays down on my head too so it's like dang if I cut it like what's my natural hair Mm -hmm. gonna look like because I'm the type of person now I don't like to put heat on my hair a lot and then but having my natural hair out and doing it is so much like it mm. takes up so much of your time, of mm. your money. Like I literally run through products like that. I run through Eco Styler Gel like in two weeks, <laughs> and then I have to go back to the beauty supply store and get a whole brand new one. Like I literally just bought a new one yesterday. So it's like I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of in that wig phase too. Yeah, but then I, I tried a wig and I was like, oh girl, you was not a wig person. But even it's not even hands. wigs though. It's like so for me, like I can't keep anything else in my hair. Period. Like. And that's why I feel like a wig will work for me because it's mm-hmm. like you can take it off and put it on as you want. Every day. But even like braids and stuff, <laughs> that's, I'm not, like those, I can't keep stuff in for long. So it's like, I'm running think, out of options. Do y'all think if y'all <laughs> didn't see people on Instagram with, or social media with wigs, y'all would want a wig? I will say mm. that, first of all, I've been wearing lace fronts since sixth grade before anybody was on the wave. Like I was, I can say that I've been doing that for a really long time. But I feel like sat- Ugh, I feel like social media is so saturated now that it makes me not want to have a wig because mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody's on this wave and everybody's doing this. And for one, I don't want to be like everybody else. And two, I'm seeing some people that really think they're doing it and those wigs look a mess. Like, don't, rep- don't represent or misrepresent <laughs> us wig wearers and be looking a hot mess. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like because social media is so saturated with everything for me personally, even though I do wear wigs, I do it because of something I've been doing it. But if I had been natural, I feel like out of curiosity, yes, or, you know, just because it's another job to take care of your natural hair, that I wouldn't want a wig, but, or that I would want a wig. I don't know. For me personally, I don't want to wear wigs. That's my goal. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm taking care of my hair because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to be done. I want to rip this mess off. And 
let these things breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do y'all think? I just feel like I can't afford the life I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, that's no, for real. If I could drop four or five hundred on a wig right now, I would do it. Like, I like without hesitation, just because it wouldn't hurt to try. Or if I had four hundred, whatever, however many dollars to get faux locks and take them out the next day, mm-hmm. I would. Like, if I had, if I was able to, I would. But I just feel like now it's a waste of money considering like mm-hmm. my situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean. I feel like I would only because I've been natural for so long and I just need a switch up every now and then. And then I, like I said, I don't put heat on my hair. So I feel like just popping a wig on would give me like that straight sleek mm-hmm. look. Really Even if I want to change my color, change the length, mm-hmm. change the texture of it. So I don't know, but I just feel like I'm not a wig person. I'm going to find y'all some wigs, some affordable wigs. I have one, I've been but... I haven't seen it. When I wore that, where is it? <laughs> where is it? <laughs> um, it's at my mother's house. But when I had, <laughs> I had that wig for the um Rollamont ten year anniversary concert. I mean, you couldn't really tell because I was on stage and dancing and moving around. But listen, <laughs> if you saw me backstage close up, you would have been like, "Girl, what is girl, going on? you could see the lace, you could mm-hmm. see all that." It wasn't uh, bleach. Right. I hate that. It's such a pet peeve. Yeah. Make sure I know it's not going to look natural. But try to make it as natural as possible. Like, if you're going to put foundation, you know, pace yourself. Don't just throw all that on there. Don't have everything showing. Some people be liking to have their edges out and then the lace behind. Mm. And I'm like, uh-huh. I see where you're going, but it's not there. <laughs> Please stop. I don't know. I feel like it's I need a professional. Oh, yeah. I need a. I need an install. Yeah. They're so expensive now, though, because there's such a high demand. Yeah. They're like a wig is already expensive but if you want them to make it then it's on top of that you gotta buy the bundles the closure you gotta get it done styled it's so much money wash blow dry braided. I just tell my new side hustle I'm ready to get with it Man. it takes patience and the time mm-hmm. yeah you have to have time to build it I can sit there and get it done I can sit there and do Me it too. but I also feel like some people that wear wigs their hair be really long like I really feel like my hair would grow mm-hmm. faster cause my hair grows pretty fast I feel like it will grow a lot faster if I wore it. Yeah, because you're not touching it. Yeah. So That's the only like, reason I, know, I feel like I would want one. I know I want people my hair to grow. with wigs that have extensions. Mm-hmm. It's like, girl, you don't need the wig. That's mm-hmm. most of the, these celebrities, women. Oh, they yeah. be having inches in the beard. I'm not going to lie. I used to be one of, you know how you be how you just said that people be like, you know, you have pretty hair. Like, mm-hmm. why do you need it? I mm-hmm. honestly used to get really mad at my friends that had hair. Because to me, in my head, I couldn't, I didn't have hair that I could wear out. So when my friends that was always wearing their hair, I was like, yeah, I want a wig. It used to really piss me off because I'm like, you got all this nice hair. What you need mm-hmm. it for? But I feel like for me, I was wearing it because I felt that I needed mm-hmm. to versus people that just want to wear it. Now in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, like everyone just wants to, you know, take Protect care of their, their hair, hair and yeah. have fun. But before I literally like, I would be really upset, <laughs> like super upset. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset at you, Brie, though. I want you to prosper. <laughs> All right, so we talked about hair, and another mm-hmm. thing that social media really, I feel like, influences is body image. <gasps> Tell so, it. I don't want to say, would y'all ever get any work done, or like, would y- what is, I guess, how has social media influenced your body goals? Um, I wouldn't get any work done on my body, but I think right now I'm in this phase where I'm fine with everything else in my body but my stomach. Mm. And my stomach is my major, like, 
Same. problem area because like on social media you see like these girls with like you know nice hips nice mm-hmm. butts nice you know boobs chest area and then they got a flat stomach so it makes everything look like yes, a coke bottle and I'm over here just looking like a refrigerator <gasps> not I concur for me I, could, I would say I the same exact right. thing <laughs> No. no, but that's no. Seriously, that's really how I feel sometimes. Like I, I mean, I have my days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, okay, I'm making progress. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I look decent, but then other days I'm like, girl, you gotta get this together. And then I got back rows too, so it's like back rows and a stomach. Dang, sis, that's not it. I think I just feel like I just be wanting to work out when I look at people on social media. I be like, oh yeah, I need to work out so my body can look like that. But then, and then I, then I, I work out for one workout. day, and then the next day I don't I'm even like, get to one this day. It's it's hard to work out. Well, not not only just the time though. Like, how do people? That's why also why I need a wig because people be in the <laughs> no, gym. For real. No, no, they don't be. If I go hair. to the gym with my hair like this, yes. it's a waste of my money. Yep. So I told myself I need to get back in the gym, but the gym's not going to see me mm-hmm. until the straight hair is gone. Yeah, until like, I've had my hair like it looked good for at least two weeks. I'm not going to. You're not going to sweat it. Out. Sweating in your wig is hard, too. Because I can dance and talk about some, whoop, it's sliding, it's too much. <laughs> but it's easier, like, you know, cause if you pay to get your hair done every week, you're not just going to throw, throw it in yeah. the trash. Mm-hmm. Like, and then by the time I feel like working out, I feel like I just got my hair done. Like, I'll wait all this time yeah. and be like, I need the motivation. Then I get the motivation, and I'll be like, oops, I just got my hair done. I can't yep, go now. Well, yeah. <laughs> Gotta wait another three. Wait another three, yep. <laughs> and like I said... <laughs> Anxiety, so I'm not going to the gym with my hair wrapped. I'm just not. <laughs> I would. I'm just, y'all might get a pump. I even feel like having your hair wrapped, hair wrapped at wrapped. the gym is pointless because either way, it's, right. still, it's, it's, still, it's still, still gonna sweat out. Because yeah. I've even I've tried. tried. <laughs> I tried to wrap and put a hat on, and yeah. it still looks it's a mess. Still, it's still, still sweats out. That's I, why I don't get my hair done like that. That's why you always see me with a curly bush or slick back or bun. Mm. Yeah. But then I just get like for me, y'all, y'all not gonna agree, but I feel like I have a SpongeBob body. No, seriously, you know, like my my stomach is it's, <laughs> but that's my how I feel about myself, and if that's how I feel about myself, you know, that's really all that matters. So I just feel like my my family body type in general is these square bodies. Like you know, some people are just born with the natural mm-hmm. badal, but not us. <laughs> I just need. I feel like I just need my body sculpted. Like you know, that's a thing now. Like you like the body... cool sculpting. Stuff. Yeah, it's it's sculpting, but it's not surgery. It's literally like they wrap you in something. But I heard it works. I mm-hmm. really want to try it. But I would try it. Does Lonnie have the money for it? No. I don't think it's it's pricey, but I don't think it's like off the like, wall. Okay. Like I don't think it's like unreasonable. Oh, I don't even know if I want to comment on this. Yeah. Well, she's mm-hmm. tiny. I was gonna say like that's for me, I've to. never had like body issues or like uh. A, a personal perspective on myself where I'm just like, oh, my body is uh, only because growing up, I grew up as a figure skater, and literally the moms used to love them so nice. They be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, your skin is beautiful, your body's great. So I always grew up with people mm-hmm. being like, oh, you have such a great figure, such a great figure, and thankfully my mom, six kids later, literally is still the same size as me. Like mm-hmm. she has some really good genes, and I'm assuming that I inherited them. Um, I think that social media has made me want to be a little bit more thicker because I'm like, yeah, I'm thick. Like, it looks great, but, like, can my titties be just, like, a little bit more heavier? Can my butt be a little bit more voluptuous? You know what I'm saying? It's not that I'm unhappy with my body, but now I want to have that grown woman weight. And I feel like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have that idea if I'm not seeing it 
everywhere I look, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, like, I got the waste for it, but where is everything else? And my metabolism is so fast, I can eat anything and still be the size. Like, I don't gain mm-hmm. weight, and I don't lose weight. I just be the same size. So I feel like for social media, it's only made me want to be thicker, but my personal views of my body have never been like, oh, I wish I was this, or I don't like this about my body. It's been my hair. That's been my main thing. I think it's hard for social media to differentiate what somebody is posting for, like, their body positivity versus that another person looking at that same post, like, oh, dang, like, now that's an insecurity for me. Like, it's hard. Like, you want to support those people who are like, you know, I'm thick and beautiful, da-da-da-da, but then the other person is over like, well, dang, why I'm not that thick, and why why are you posting this, making me feel, and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So social media is just like, Mm -hmm. uh, body shamers. Like, I'm so happy you're proud of your body, but are you healthy? I feel like that's the main thing people have to understand. Like, have whatever type of body you want. Just make sure you're uh-huh. healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my things. When I'm thinking about going to the gym, people are like, you don't need to go to the gym. Girl, I'm out of shape. If I'm moving for a minute straight, I'm out of breath. People I don't understand breathe. that you could be skinny and, and out of shape. shape. That's what I'm saying. It's a thing. I, I am the thing. Me. <laughs> Hello, it's me. I'm out of shape. I cannot. Them little sets we be doing for dance, when we get off, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like my personal views of my body has definitely changed since I went to college. Because mm-hmm. before going to college, I was not skinny, but you know, I was a little slim. I still had my hips and What's my the thing you know, they say, the freshman, freshman fifteen. Is that freshman true? Fifteen, that is senior. real. Mine was like a senior thirty. Like, <laughs> I didn't have, I was yeah. like, dang. I had I definitely have I had like freshman twenty five. Do you feel like it's mine because didn't. like you were away at school and just how you were eating or um, like- it was definitely how I was eating and before I went to college I was dancing all the time. Right. Like I went to school, danced at school, danced after mm-hmm. school, went to more element, danced like in the evening almost every day have performances on the weekends mm-hmm. like I was dancing all the time but when I went away to college even though I was like on the dance team we literally only practiced twice a week right so and it like practices weren't even like how I used mm-hmm. to dance mm-hmm. and on top of that campus food was trash Oh, like right. them buffalo wings, some French fries, and everything is fried, 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 fried. So like I like when I went to college, I was like, I'm not gonna gain that freshman fifteen. Three months in, I was 25 pounds. No, I was, seriously, I was 25 pounds heavier. Like I think going in, I was like one, one like 40 something, and coming out, I I'm still like 175. What buffalo wings from Paul's? Oh, because <laughs> freshman year I lived in Tower A. So that I, was really, I was really trying to think out of everything she said. That's what you wings. heard <laughs> from Pauls. And then on top of that, I was living in Towers, right across from Union. Like I would go to Pauls mm. all the time. Pauls didn't close till two o'clock in the morning on the mm. weekdays. So like, so be up doing a paper, go across the street. I have a question for all of y'all because obviously we're getting to an age where we're gonna start gaining a little bit more weight. You know, oh, my grandma yeah. says, you know, you grow vertically, and then at one age it just starts. <laughs> Spreading. Horizontal. That was me when I was younger. Um, I feel like that's me now. I've been the same size forever. This is not me bragging because it's not. I'm just saying. I've been the same size literally forever. And within this past year, I gained like 10 pounds or whatever. But I stepped on the scale and I was like 133. And that's the most I've ever weighed. Not to say that's a bad thing. Just for me, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God. Like, I gained some weight and I didn't even notice it. So 
when you guys got to a point where you stepped on the scale or realized you were gaining weight, what was your initial thought? Like, were you scared? Did you feel some type of way? Were you insecure? Were you just kind of like, I mean, hey, like, it is what it is. I feel great. I was more disappointed. You were disappointed? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I just, I think that I knew that I didn't want to gain weight. But then I just kind of let myself go, and it was just kind of like, dang, like, you could work out, you could do this, you could eat better, blah, blah, blah. And then I didn't, and now I'm still not, and still gaining. So I think I'm more just disappointing myself for not disciplining myself how I should, because I know I'm not sick or nothing, but I know I could be healthier. Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm seeing that reflected in my weight and in my, like Bonnie said, my stomach gains the most weight. Nowhere else gains weight but my stomach. But, um, yeah, I think I was just disappointed. Um, I would say I was, I was disappointed too, but I also became a lot more insecure about like what I wore and like how I presented Mm -hmm. myself and things like that. Because like, I mean, in my family, hips, thighs, and butt just runs Mm -hmm. in the family. Like it don't matter how much weight I lose, that's still going to be there. But once I started it, started seeing it in my stomach, like my mm-hmm. midsection area, I was like, okay, can't wear this now, can't wear that, can't just, you know, go to practice with just a sports bra or crop top, like, I gotta have high-waisted mm-hmm. something, like, mm-hmm. so now that I'm getting back more into, like, I mean, this line really isn't helping, but you <laughs> sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, but now that I'm getting more into, like, eating better and mm-hmm. my diet and, like, working out with a personal trainer and stuff, I'm more body conscious and I'm beginning to feel a little more bit more comfortable um but I don't think I will ever be like 100% comfortable until I feel comfortable like Mm -hmm. about my stomach Mm -hmm. I well one I'm I feel like I'm enjoying my grown woman weight in the sense that I've always had big thighs like since I was little but I at some point I had like big thighs and no butt like you know my my thighs have always been thick but now I feel like I'm getting my booty which I am appreciating however again it's like my stomach weight like I don't really want to show my stomach anymore like before we went on our trip I was in the gym like five times a week because I was like oh I'm gonna be snatched for this trip and the trip came and went and I kind of just dropped my consistency and now I'm like like, when I was looking for outfits for um my anniversary, I was like, yeah, it has to be something, like, no stomach showing, just because I don't feel secure enough. Like, you know, even though I'm not big to a lot of people, to me, I feel big. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, even when I'm taking pictures, sometimes I'm like, hold on, let me, hold, let me suck my stomach in because I'm not looking snatched. Mm-hmm. So it's, and then I also feel like this idea of being snatched as a whole, like, People want to say there's body positivity, but in reality, everyone's expected to be snatched. Or Mm -hmm. I've been, I've had people say like, oh, you're gaining weight, but it's like, that's not a comp, like, Mm -hmm. saying that to people, I feel like really, or for me, that really hurts my self-esteem. Like, don't comment on my weight at all. Don't, like, unless you're saying, oh, girl, you look snatched today. Mm -hmm. Like, but saying, oh, girl, you getting thick it's not even that is not always yeah. a compliment like I feel like people don't understand when you comment on somebody's body you never know how that impacts yeah. them mm-hmm. like I, it doesn't matter who you are just having my weight commented on is weird for me and it, it makes me feel like trash about myself really? yeah like for that's me? my one like heavy insecurity is like always my weight 
I feel like for me, it's almost the opposite because I always was like, dang, I want to be a little bit bigger. Like, I feel so skinny. Like, I can always find pants that fit everything but my waist. So everything's mm-hmm. always looking crazy. And I'm, you know, I want to look put together. So when people be like, I see you getting thick, I'd be like, ooh, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. Um, but I could definitely see the flip side of things because if I was heavier or had more weight, I'd definitely... Honestly, it don't matter if it makes me feel good or not. I just feel like nobody should be commenting on anybody else's weight but yourself. Mm-hmm. For one, it doesn't matter about, you know, like Bree said, if that's how I feel about myself, then that's all that matters. So shut your mouth. I'm no, but bad. even when you tell, <laughs> even, and a lot of people do it, because even I found myself doing it, even though I hate people do it to me, like when someone who's not necessarily big but says like like when I said when I said like I feel big young initial reaction was like girl like whatever so like even that I've been trying to be more conscious of it like just because you might feel like somebody might be in shape to you but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean they are to them so just like even comments like that are kind of just like make me uncomfortable yeah it's a touchy subject for sure um I will say another one of my insecurities, believe it or not, is my butt. Your butt really? is juicy. That's crazy. No, seriously. That's unexpected. Because that a lot of people unexpected. would say, like, I want a big butt. Like, big butts, big butts, this. But, like, believe it or not, I'm very conscious about, like, what I wear. Like, even when I wear dresses, I'm like, ooh, my butt kind of mm-hmm. look a little too big. Like, yeah. I don't know if anybody going to comment on my butt. Like, and then I get a lot of cat calls because of my butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what contributes to the insecurity. Like, even when I was younger in middle school, like, I was, I've always had a big butt. Like, mm-hmm. I was one of the girls in middle school, elementary school, high school that just, oh, Delana, that's that's the girl that danced with the big butt, right? Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like, like yeah, that's yeah. like, that was my identity to a lot of people. So now it's just like, I mean, yeah, I'm embracing my butt a little bit more, but I'm still a little bit conscious about, mm-hmm. like, what I wear. Do you think a lot of people, not a lot of people having big butts, but the popularity of big butts via social media and just the industry, do you feel like that has helped at all or does it more so hurt? Um, I think it's kind of in the middle. I think with the whole like artificial butt thing and like Mm -hmm. getting your butt done and like having a huge butt, it's kind of like, okay, that's a little excessive. But I think now we're getting into the wave of like that natural big butt because now we have Thank Meg. You, Meg. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like through. that's kind of this whole new wave about this like natural butt is kind of like helping me with my insecurity a little bit. But I mean, I'm still struggling with it, trying to figure everything out and balance everything. So yeah, because I can see how it make you feel uncomfortable. If you got your booty out and you know you're going around mm-hmm. a bunch of you're just trying to men, who yeah, and I feel like that's my thing. I just be trying to go out, have a good time, mm-hmm. like wear what I want to wear, wear what I'm comfortable in. But even like in a dress that I'm comfortable in, I'm just like, okay, you could be in some sweatpants, right? I could. They don't care. And also, people don't know how to keep their hands to themselves. Mm-hmm. They sure don't. Yeah, so that's that's or they comment. Yeah, that's that's another funny. Get to the hand. Um, <laughs> before we close out, um. How y'all feel about doing a security and well insecurity and a security that you have about yourself? Like something that you foolproof in and something that you working on that's be part of your growing process. Let's do it. Um, so I have two insecurities. My two insecurities are of course, like I said before, like my weight, my midsection, trying to get rid of that, working on that. Um, and also not even physically but emotionally I act on emotion Mm -hmm. all the time 
And sometimes when I act on emotion, I regret like five seconds later or what I said or what I did. So I'm kind of working on trying to like, you know, take 10 seconds to just count and process things before I really act off of just my emotion. Um, and also my security, um, I would say my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, my hair hasn't always been my security. I think once I went natural and once I've like gotten into the flow of things with how to do my hair, what I look like with natural hair, um, wearing my bush out and doing like different styles and things like that, that has definitely been my security um, right now. So, yeah. Um, for me, and I feel like I'm going to get a lot of, I don't want to say backlash for this, but like one of my insecurities is the way I look. Like I get a lot of like, you're so pretty, like you're so naturally pretty, <laughs> but I am very insecure in how I look. And that's like one of, it's just more so like my face. Like I don't feel like I'm very hard on myself. Like sometimes I just don't feel like I look good enough. I don't feel 100% all the time. Like sometimes and it goes on with the bare face. Like you really won't see me post bare face pictures that much. Like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, and it's not something people can fix. Like, oh, you're just so pretty. Like, no matter how many times I hear that, if I don't feel that about myself, I'm just like, I look a mess. Like when I say I look a mess, I genuinely feel that way. Like even yesterday when we were, I was getting ready for the tailgate and I was calling um, Nelly and I was just like, yeah, like I'm not feeling it. Like I don't feel like I look presentable. Like it was, even though we kind of like joked and played about it, I'm very insecure about the way I look. Um, but one of my securities is that I'm very secure in my capabilities. Like I'm smart. Like I, I don't, one day I'm be CEO of somebody's company. No, what company? It might be my company. Shoot, say, right? <laughs> but I am very capable. Like any task you put in front of me, like I'm going to murder it. Period. Like I'm very secure in my ethic, my work ethic, and my self determination, and like qualities that don't involve my physical appearance. I would say my insecurities. I kind of have a a couple, but I'm only going to speak on two. Um, one would definitely be my hair. I feel like just growing up, it's been the biggest insecurity and the biggest struggle because for the longest time, I always felt like if you don't have pretty hair, you're ugly. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Like there is no in between. Um, this is so embarrassing, y'all. People used to call me Weeby Wonder in no. school. Yo, they Absolutely used to call me Weeby Wonder. Now it's so funny, but to me, I really used to be like, my hair is my identity kind of like you said Mm -hmm. earlier and the fact that I'm always wearing weaves but all of my friends are natural and I'm always having to do this extra step to get to where you are or being on a team and this is what the hairstyle is but my hair can't do that so I gotta always accommodate it definitely is still an insecurity today to the point where like I just won't show my natural hair yeah I'll joke around and be like okay yeah I'm gonna send this quick picture but in my head I cannot look at myself seriously in the face with my natural hair and take myself seriously that's a big insecurity and then another one is just I'm so negative like I just always think that I'm not enough or I'm always downplaying Mm -hmm. something but I feel like just growing up I automatically expect the worst so that when the best happens I'm more excited about it or I'm more thankful for it and I'm just like I already know this is gonna happen and when it doesn't happen I'm like okay prove me wrong I'd rather the better happen but I'd rather expect for the worst so that I'm not I'm less disappointed um but for my security I would say that this is gonna be a little cheesy but I feel like I'm very um selfless um I feel like that's something that I can say that I'm 
really okay with with a characteristic a characteristic that I have because it's so easy for me to give and make sure everybody else is good and it makes me feel good about myself and I never feel bad about giving if that makes sense mm-hmm. I know a lot of people be like oh well I have to do that I'm like no I will make sure I'm good somehow but as long as you're good I'm gonna be okay and that's like something that I really take pride in because being the oldest of six and just like being a caregiver that's something that I am proud of myself for um well like I said earlier I think my insecurity is my weight I definitely know that I have gained a lot of weight in the last two years so we're gonna work on it and then my security would be my adaptability I feel like I'm good in any setting like Mm. I'm you put me white folk Spanish folk black folk old folk young folk babies it don't matter like parents it don't matter like I'm good in any setting I can change Mm -hmm. whatever I need to change quickly and have no issue um so yeah you know the person you can take on everybody like that's actually body baby I feel better Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saying that out loud, you know, you usually don't say your insecurities yeah. around like friends. Like it's usually something you harbor. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, episode six is <laughs> right. Um, Say bye, y'all. Bye.